ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Ghana, Ireland, and the Russian Federation. In the in the states of Maryland, Massachusetts, and Arizona. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. Since August 24th, at the end of each show, I've been sharing the name of an archangel or a spiritual guide and what their main purpose is or information about a special spiritual group that wants to help you and all of humankind to grow and evolve. Be sure to listen at the end of the show today to learn more about Archangel Gabriel. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self. Your soul, your intuition, your gut feelings, your guidance. Our limitless higher self is the wiser part of ourselves, the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud that it often drowns out the whisper that's trying to guide us on our authentic path. As you learn to listen to the still, small voice within, you'll begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It's through this love that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension earth. Our higher self helps us find safety and even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against it. Don't talk yourself out of something that feels right to you or let what others say or think influence what you do. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today, discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, acting, music, and art. Create just 
for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you are concerned about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. Our creative expression doesn't have to be public. It can be just for you, a way of discovering more about what we think and feel, a way of letting go of hidden pain and fears and a way of unleashing buried parts of ourselves. The act of unbridled free creation is an act of courage. We may be putting ourselves out there in a way that goes beyond the limits of what we've been taught as acceptable, yet it may be the very thing we need to do in order to become fully ourselves. When exploring your creativity, you're exploring your true self, and it's okay to be protective. In fact, you may need to be protective, especially initially, in order to feel safe. In time, you want to be able to feel safe being who you are anywhere, but it doesn't happen all at once, or you can scare yourself back into hiding. Be patient with yourself and have compassion for the parts of yourself that are still reluctant or fearful. That self-compassion will ultimately help all of who you are feel safe being seen. In our first show of the year, Psychic Dwan Washington emphasized the importance of our growing in hope, compassion, and love. He called it a soul lesson. That's why my next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. No matter what's going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially challenging, I focus on what I'm learning and how I'm growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love and self-compassion. There's always something to be grateful for. Yet 80% of our thoughts are negative and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night because of worry about work and only 8% of what we worry about really happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem. We must find new ways of thinking and focusing on hope and silver linings. Our very lives depend on it. And on our time together, you'll learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. We'll be meeting on Saturday, March 3rd. 
For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or present this workshop or another one like overcoming abuse in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Kathy Wild, who will talk with us about creativity from the inside out. In last week's show, Michael Gelb talked with us about rediscovering the art of connection in the age of technology. In our rush to be efficient, we have lost the personal connection that we all desperately need. Not only does personal connection improve our health, preventing serious ailments like dementia and diabetes, but it also improves our immune systems and longevity. The good news for businesses is that it also increases the bottom line. Strong leaders are vulnerable, humble, grateful, and kind. A positive work culture is just good business. One listener wrote the question, how might I respond if I were not taking this personally, is one that I need to ask myself throughout the day. I have sincere difficulty not being overly sensitive, and it impacts my ability to effectively listen. I also find myself getting defensive, which leads to my speaking angrily and shutting down. I want to communicate in positive ways and practicing asking this question will be very helpful. Someone else wrote how grateful he was for the tip of the week. He said, this is such excellent advice for me now. Thank you. I really needed to hear this message. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on this topic, please listen to Stefan Schwartz on September 21, 2016, Stefan Beyer on October 6, 2016, and Kira and on March 31st. 2016. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at deeper levels and she also picks up new ideas that she had previously missed. You 
have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night, or when needing hope, comfort, inspiration, whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. At the 60th Annual Grammy Awards on Sunday, the president of the Recording Academy, Neil Portnow, said in a backstage comment, Women who have the creativity in their hearts and souls, who want to be musicians, who want to be engineers, producers, and want to be part of the industry and the executive level, need to step up. The silver lining is that his prejudicial statement has brought out the truth about the difficulty women have in getting equal treatment in the music industry. The numbers say it all. Only 22.4% of the artists are women. Only 12.3% of songwriters are women. And only 2% of producers are women. Only one woman received an award during the televised portion of the Grammys, and only 16.8% of musicians played on popular radio are women. Katy Perry said, I'm proud of all the women making incredible art in the face of continual resistance. For Port now, to attack women's creativity was outrageous. When there is institutionalized discrimination, we all have an obligation to call it out and work for change. The paradox was the big moment Keisha had performing her song Praying, which was about her experience of sexual and emotional abuse by her music producer. It was a triumphant moment and hopefully ushering in a new era for the music industry. Women are leading the charge for change, and I hope they use their anger to add more fuel to their already substantial creative juices and show the world what we are all capable of when we are allowed to shine. I wrote the following piece a few years ago when I was beginning to recognize how so many of us get caught off from our own creativity. Yes, you are creative. There is a creative intelligence within you that has been imprisoned since childhood, sentenced to a maximum security prison for the crime of self-expression. It's desperate to break out from behind the four electronic doors that keep it hidden from you and the world. The lockdown began began in your family when you first heard messages like color within the lines, grass isn't orange, people don't have blue faces. Then there was the hysteria that ensued when you thought the living room wall would make a great canvas. Or maybe your sibling or parent was the real artist. You were supposed to hide your talents so they could shine. The second door was locked by your teachers in the process of helping you become a real artist. They taught you that you were no good. There was a right way to do it. And if you couldn't or wouldn't do it that way, you were no good. The so-called best pictures were put on display and held up as examples for everyone to honor. The rest of the students were the have-nots. They were made to feel bad about their work through benign neglect or direct criticism. Our society 
society shut the third door, it tells us what good art, music, writing, acting, or dancing is. There's legitimate theater, experimental dance, fine arts versus arts and crafts. Then we have the critics who make sure we don't color outside the lines or dance in the aisles. Finally, we locked the last door on ourselves. Creating became a high-risk venture. Fear of criticism coupled with self-doubt separated us from our own creativity. It was much safer to be the audience than the creator. Now we love going to concerts, seeing plays, attending art openings. We try desperately to feed the artist within ourselves through viewing and critiquing someone else's art, all the while knowing that we are hiding. Like Rip Van Winkle, everyone thinks your artist is dead. In fact, it's pacing incessantly inside a tiny cell, waiting desperately for an opportunity to escape. Today is that day. The guards are so sure you'll never have the courage to escape that they're all playing cards in the break room. Their music and chatter are so loud that they'll never hear the electronic doors or your footsteps. Your job is easy. You just have to push the button to open each door and walk out into the freedom of self-expression and artistic creativity. Our guest today, Kathy Wilde, has spent over 30 years developing innovative approaches to the creative process for private clients in the San Francisco area, as well as corporate clients, including Wells Fargo, Pacific Bell, and Pacific Gas and Electric. She also has been a pioneer in somatic holistic counseling, the expressive arts, and the field of like coaching. Her book, Wild Ideas, was awarded a silver medal by the Nonfiction Authors Association. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In this time of so much verbal violence, we must find ways to stay positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. I'll help you be part of the solution. Then read about and register for my Discovering Hope and Silver Linings workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what form of creativity have you been wanting to explore? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Kathy Wilde, who will talk with us about creativity from the inside out. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value in what you have to say. So please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what form of creativity you've been wanting to explore. And I'm so pleased to welcome Kathy Wild, who's here to talk with us about her new book, Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out. Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Dr. Paula. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on, and so much of what you talk about I resonate with. And I was wondering if you would help us get to know you a little bit better by talking a little bit about your story and how um, this book and the ideas in it became so important to you. Well, I am a lot like the women that you were describing. I feel like I, I came out of my childhood not considering myself creative, and, but yet despite that, I identified with artists and creators and felt a kinship with their spirit. I've always admired creative people, and I'm never, I never really considered myself to be one of them. I didn't even understand much about the creative process. I, I just sort of thought if you were creative... You just did whatever you did effortlessly. And I, I think I assumed to be creative you needed a touch of genius or, less, or at least be blessed with a recognizable talent. 
And as far as I was concerned, that left me out completely. And part of the, uh, the problem I think I faced also was coming from a background where my mother was very depressed and my father was busy, so I really didn't have that early support in my life. And so I had to overcome uh, a lot of emotional difficulty in addition to trying to uh, figure out who I was. So that really set me off on the journey. And and also observing my mother had considerable recognizable talent, but her depression robbed her of her ability to express it and to find a path. And that made such an impression on me, and in fact it scared me so much that I was determined to overcome uh, whatever obstacles and fears and doubts that I had and find something. I think there's really no greater satisfaction in life than knowing who you are and knowing what you have to offer the world and to find a way to express it. And from a very young age, I felt that sense of purpose, even though I had no idea how to express that and what form it would take, but it drove me uh, in search of answers. So I, I think it helps to be a seeker, to be curious about creativity because that will lead you to find what is uniquely yours. And and that um, I, I, I love what you're sharing and also the belief that truly we all do have creativity. We've just been denied access or made to believe or think that we don't so that we don't try. Exactly. Or maybe we do try, but we look over at the person next to us and they're doing it better. I think that's, that becomes a, a real issue for people. I know that was how it was for me in school. You know, just like you described, I wasn't that designated creator. My pictures didn't go up on the wall. Um, they didn't stay between the lines. And so you, you begin to look at others and just decide you're not as good. So I think the first thing that anybody needs to recognize if they're moving, trying to move forward and find what their true gifts are is that you need to follow your desire and, spay, and pay less attention to how other people are doing it because it only matters where you start. And if you stick with something and, it, and you find that you have joy in it, you're going to automatically get better at it. And I think the, the thing that distinguishes creators from non-creators is not talent. It does not matter whether you have ability or not. I mean, it doesn't mean your, your work will end up in a museum or that it's going to sell for lots of money. We're not talking about what talent can do for people. But it doesn't matter whether you have talent. If you have persistence and desire and you begin to see the creative process as an opportunity to grow personally, then all of the challenges become gateways into your own development as a person. So as you, as you feel like you're failing, you can come to terms with what it means to fail and to, and to redefine failure as an experiment. And I keep experimenting and exploring. And if something doesn't work out, surely there's something else I've learned or some other sign that I can follow to the next opportunity where I can experiment again or learn something else. And over time, that kind of failure really isn't failure. It's, it's, they're really, it's really stepping stones 
to the next thing that you're learning. And eventually, as you learn more and more, you do develop a sense of mastery over yourself and your life. And so that, to me, is what creativity is all about. It's not so much about talent. It's about having the perseverance to engage uh, difficulty, whether that's creative difficulty, artistic difficulty, or just engaging with your life's challenges and hanging in and developing new perspectives on, on how to manage that challenge. And if you're growing in the process, then that's living the creative process. And that's really what matters in the end. I, I love the distinction that you make between talent and creativity because really we're all creating something all the time. The, the question is, are we consciously creating and are we creating what we want and are we creating from our heart? You talked about knowing who you are being the greatest um, fulfillment and, and, and the most wonderful thing possible. But so many of us live um, a false life, even to ourselves, because of the fear of creating from that place within our heart of who we really are. Well, yes, I think that's one of the saddest things in life is, is getting to uh, the mid life or the, toward the end of your life and realizing that you haven't been living authentically. That is, that is just, that's a crushing failure. I, I think there's, you know, two kinds of failure. Uh, I want to continue with that for a minute because one kind is you've, you have put, you've, you've put out your best effort towards something, but it somehow falls short. That's a failure that's completely forgivable, and you can really honor your effort and yourself and everything that you've learned. But when you sabotage yourself and you're not able to achieve something, that's a little harder to forgive. So I think it's a worthwhile investment uh, in terms of the creative path is to develop more self-awareness. And I talk about these uh, four aspects of self-awareness, knowing who I am, and that means knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, your working style, uh, what, is it, what are your patterns and behaviors that support you or undermine you. So knowing who I am, knowing that I matter, that has to do with self-esteem. Oftentimes we hold our sense of self-importance hostage to whatever accomplishment we've done next or whether we've done something well or not. And I think that that becomes a mistake because certainly we, we get fulfillment from doing things well or accomplishing something. It's not that that isn't important. But we have to have a reserve of self-regard that is separate from whether we've done something well or done something at all. So that way, when we head out to experiment and explore creatively, we're not burdening that, that creative process that it has to validate us as a person, as a worthy person. Nobody can hold, no, no creative process and no product from a creative process can hold up to that kind of burden. So the idea that we develop self-esteem, maybe get some counseling to support that so that we know that we matter in advance. So knowing who I am, knowing that I matter, and then knowing what matters what are my priorities? 
there's so many demands and so many things that we want in, in our society. We're filled with wants and desires, and the more we have, the less we can focus. So I think it's important in the creative process to focus on what really matters and then be prepared for the sacrifices that are required on behalf of what matters most. Not everybody can do it all because it's very exhausting. So sometimes we have to really make choices in terms of prioritizing what matters to us. So taken together, knowing who I am, knowing that I matter, and knowing, knowing who I am, that I matter, and what matters, and then applying that love, energy, and commitment on behalf of what matters most really enables us to take positive steps in, in the creative process so that we can deal with the doubts, the fears that come up, but have a sense of purpose of why we're going forward to begin with. I, I, I love what you're saying, and I also like the distinction that you made between a creative product and a creative process. I think as a, a nation, as a world, we confuse product and process, and creativity the product is the result of creativity. The process is what matters the most. Um, and, and often the product isn't um, really the important part. It's how we engage in what we're doing that allows, that makes it either a failure or a success because we can't always um, uh, know ahead of time or even be responsible for the end result because there are too many factors that come into play. But we can feel good about how we respond to each block, to each difficulty that emerges along the way. And I think that's where the success or failure and the importance of learning how to engage, truly engage in the creative process with um, with passion and, you know, meaning as you were talking about in purpose. Yes, and I, I exactly. I think that people, we are so enamored of, the products of creativity that hit the market. And we don't really, and that was, I think, something that held me back. I, I was focusing on the shiny objects and the big stars that made the shiny objects, so to speak. And I didn't even realize that there was a process, that there was a process that, that often involved lots of struggle and failure and doubt. But this is sort of kept in the shadows. And we watch these performers on talk shows, and they look all polished and shiny, and, and we think that they, they just do whatever it is they do and produce whatever they produce. And, it, and then when we start feeling the struggles and doubts within our own bodies, we wonder to ourselves, what's wrong with me if I'm struggling like this, if I'm scared, if I'm lonely, if I'm feeling what are considered negative feelings, I must be doing something wrong. And I'm so unprepared for how to handle these kinds of feelings because I, I don't feel like I'm feeling positive. I've got to stop. And so I consider that the necessary suffering that is part and parcel of moving through the process. And that is the important part is engaging with 
these struggles, this is what grows us as human beings. And once I, I know for myself, once I understood that that was the point of the process, all of a sudden I'm painting, I'm writing, I'm doing all this, these things that was all inside me, but I thought every time I was hitting one of those negative spots that there was something wrong with me because I didn't really see that when I'm looking out in the world around me. I just see the shiny objects and the shiny people. So I can't emphasize enough uh, with this idea that it's the pro- once you learn to navigate the process, which is what I spend most of my consulting time and counseling time with uh, for my clients, is helping them develop the emotional intelligence and capacity to navigate through these struggles and these doubts within. It, then it just becomes a matter of just giving it a shot because once you experience the joy that comes from expressing yourself, whatever form it takes, and you feel that you can manage these difficulties that occur during the process, then you're, you're really free. You're free to create. And the products become almost besides the point, as you are pointing out. And once you shift your attitude to realize the importance of the process and the emotional growth and healing that is really a byproduct of that process, that's what my book really tries to emphasize. And it is a guide for people to to go step-by-step through each stage of the process and really confront the challenges that are unique at every stage. And so once you master the process, producing something is, is almost a byproduct of that. And that was just so beautifully said, and I think a good place for us to pause and and go to break. And I just want to add, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about this when we come back, is that what I've learned is that through learning that, what you've just talked about during the creative process, I was then able to take that into my life into the creative process of my life. Um, So let's explore that when we come back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to a... Lift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter and receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, getting what you truly want in life. This process came to to me in that space between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. I, I feel like Kathy and I have a huge amount in common, and I'm glad she's out there doing the same kind of work because we need all of us. Now on your paper, write down how you think creativity could help you grow. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Kathy Wild to talk more about wild ideas, creativity from the inside out. (music) 
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you think creativity could help you grow. And I'm so glad we're here to talk more with Kathy Wilde about creativity from the inside out. Kathy, I know at the end of each chapter you have some ideas um, and questions to help people navigate through the creative process. Would you read some of those to help my listeners? I think that would be um, most beneficial. Yes. Well, we were just talking about um, the process and what are some of the important questions that you should be asking yourself rather than, am I any good? Is this any good? Am I doing it good? Uh, am, I, am I talented? These questions are not helpful. They're only going to lead to spirals of doubt and negativity. But th- these are the kind of questions that I, that, that I like to ask when I'm working on, uh, on a project. Am I holding anything back? Can I dig a little deeper? Am I being true to myself and my vision? If I am afraid, what am I afraid of? How can I bring comfort to my fears rather than running away from them? What risks can I take? What are some risks that I never imagined I could take that will help move what I'm doing forward? And this one, that's so important. What am I learning? And how can I improve? The next time, 
rather than, this is no good, I'm just going to give up. I'll never get there. And here's another one that's important. In what ways am I growing or evolving as a person as I'm bringing my dream to life or this project to life? Or just going to some class that I'm taking that maybe challenges me creatively? Why, what is important about this journey that I'm making? So some of these are the kinds of questions that I would say help, would help your listeners focus more on the process rather than the product. Because unless you are trying to be a professional at what you're doing, then it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter whether others approve of what you're doing or even if it's objectively reaching some kind of standard that a critic would approve of. It's really, once you get the idea that it's your process and you can go as slow or as fast as you want, but there is really no timeline, once you can be in a class and and be okay with being the least talented in the class, but maybe the most enthusiastic about what you're doing, then you're free. You're free to create and explore and grow. And the creative process is an incredible vehicle for doing that. And as you were saying when we left before the break, all of this learning, the most important part of it is it translates into your life and that you are a living embodiment of creativity in that you're embracing uncertainty, you're challenging yourself, you're learning to grow, you are becoming less self-critical, and you're developing yourself as a person. Uh, Yes, and I think the questions that you posed really help um, to focus on that, and they're good questions to ask ourselves on a daily basis, whether we're engaged in a creative process or whether we're engaged in life, um, just something, uh, and uh, maybe a negative interaction, somebody said or did something that upset us. Okay, so what am I learning? How could I do this differently next time? Did I do anything? Uh, how can I let this pain go? You know, what? whatever it it is that there are, rather than just being stuck in um, a, a difficult moment, we can find ways to continue to move the process forward of uh, healing ourselves. You talked about healing. I think it is all about healing and how do we do that for ourselves. Yes, and I think for me the creative process uh, became the vehicle through which I could heal. And I think that, it, again, we need to distinguish between artistic creativity, and which is one kind of expression of creativity, and then creativity as a process of looking at life in a new way, looking at your, your particular challenge with a new mindset or a different set of eyes. I think that each of us as human beings engages in a singular journey of exploration and revelation, which is exactly what 
you're doing, artists are doing. It's an exploration, a journey of exploration, revelation. And we struggle to express our deepest truths just as working artists do. How do we find the courage to live what we love? Do we stay with what is safe and familiar, even though it feels deadened and false? Or do we continue with habits of reactive behavior that undermine us and hurt the people we love? Or do we risk the pain of opening our minds and hearts in order to grow? Really, at the most ordinary times, our creativity can inspire us to find our way through difficult challenges in both our professional and personal lives. So we're speaking about creativity as something that goes way beyond whether you can paint a picture or write a novel or any, any of those kinds of artistic activities. This is about create. My book really talks about creativity as a life journey as well. Uh, yes, and and I think and they can <clears throat> often be interwoven as well. Even if you don't, um, you know, uh, become a professional in the area or want to sell what you've got, I think in engaging in a creative process then informs how we can live our lives in more healthy, less fearful ways. Exactly, because as you, as you uh, that's why there is such a thing as, as art therapy, because as you, whether you can uh, depict images or not, you can, use, you can use artistic expression as a way to access your inner life. And then once it's out there in front of you, you have a chance to reflect on it. And I think it's important that the creative process is an opportunity to pour your heart and soul into something. And that is never, never a mistake. And whether it's just for you, you don't need the approval of an audience to enjoy a deeply satisfaction, the deep satisfaction of having poured your heart and soul into something you care about, something that you feel is uniquely yours. Uh, you know, creative expression in terms of artistic expression can be a private pleasure. Sometimes, uh, you know, working out of the limelight, uh, Mark Rothko often referred to working out of the limelight as a golden time because you have nothing to lose and you're free to just express your vision. And in the process of doing that, it's like you're taking what's inside of you, which can sometimes be trapped. It can become trapped and sort of create, um, it, it becomes like smoke trapped inside your body. And when you get it out, it's like you're freeing, you're freeing yourself. And then you have a chance to reflect on what's on the page. Uh, yes, and I think that also when uh, I want to go back to what you were saying about talent and objective standards and so on, because they can be wrong too, and one can have talent that can be hidden, um, that it just takes time to... Um, to allow it to emerge. So, for instance, um, I remember when I started to paint and I was just putting color and shape and, uh, you know, our, um, expressionism. 
but I didn't really know what I was doing, and I showed someone, some of uh, an artist friend, some of my paintings in a sequential form, and she said, oh, before I got to this point, I was going to suggest that you take classes on how composition, but you taught yourself composition. So... Actually, um, this uh, this is so interesting that that we're we've run out of time, and I'm still um, there's still so much more to explore. But I, I think also just the lesson of Van Gogh that he what didn't sell anything because or one painting in his lifetime because the critics didn't understand it. So I think. Sometimes the objective standards, like Rothko was saying, can cut us off from uh, from the true exploration of what we have to offer. Um, and so it's sometimes good just to allow ourselves to explore on our own. Kathy, so much wisdom, so much knowledge, so much information. Thank you so very much. And I encourage all of you to go to kathywild.com for more information and for her book, Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This has been a real pleasure. Thank you. For me, too. Um, Wishing you blessings. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Read my latest blog and go to my store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, space clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment 21 steps for healing the body and if you mention this show you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching which I do in person over Skype or on the phone when you work with me you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm the archangels angels and guides the high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients my process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind body and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to more aspects of Archangel Gabriel, who many of you know is God's messenger, but he's more than that. He's the Archangel over writing and other forms of creativity. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Gabriel I give you permission in a positive way only to help me express my authentic creativity ask for his help when you want the courage to create without judgment to expand your creativity, to make the time to be creative, and so on. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information coming your way. This is a process, not an event. Trust that it's helping you become more creative because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Jody Prouse will talk about addiction as a family member. And on February 15th when Pia Orlean will talk with us about sacred retreat and how it can heal you, our culture, and our planet.
This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.